What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Finally Financial, where we talk everything financial and then some. Uh, Today, we've got a great episode. We've got a good friend of mine who I met many years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah, man, it was a long time. Oh, yeah. Haven't haven't talked to him in a while, uh, but I uh I was blessed enough to get him on the podcast. Yeah. So uh uh his name is Sam Allison. Sam, uh so I'm gonna give you uh a little bit just just give people a little bit about yourself if you don't mind. Okay. Um well I'm an engineer producer located in Austin now. Um, got my start with uh, Einstein at Dope House, pretty much. Um, well, I guess my first internship was in high school at Rap a Lot. Uh, okay, hold on. We'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. You mean like further back? Yeah, just where you're from. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm from Houston, you know, born and raised. Okay. Um, definitely live and breathe it, although I live in Austin now, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Grew up on the bayou. Cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right, big dog. So, uh, my first question, man, is uh, what made you want to get into the music industry? Um. Well, so like my dad, you know, played guitar, you know, throughout when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my granddad was a professional jazz drummer too. Wow. Like that kind of like sowed the seeds. And then uh I remember I was sitting in like the sound waves, if y'all remember sound waves. Yeah. And I was listening to a uh DJ screw tape and I was like, man, like this is this is kind of like what I want to do, you know. <laughs> so like, you know, uh grew up on like metal and country and stuff like that, but then okay. taste for for uh pretty much specifically Houston rap music. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then I just went from there, reached out to the right people, right place, right time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that during that time, man, it was the Houston rap scene was so huge, man. That was that was a a great thing to 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 latch on to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we all did. Like when I was in Nacogdoches, man, the the first thing that came out of Houston was Lil' Kiki Southside, you know. Oh, yeah. And then once I moved to Houston to actually meet the guy, you know, it was like meeting a rock star, man. For sure. So, so let me ask you this: uh, Growing up, uh, what was your financial base like? Like, were you taught financial principles of wealth building, like like good credit, buying low, selling high, stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, credit was always, you know, like a, you know, something that was uh, ingrained into me, I guess, you know, um, my dad, uh, was, was a stockbroker. So, yeah. So like, you know, he, he sort of like taught me about that stuff, but honestly, like you didn't uh, gravitate towards that. Like I understand music, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, 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 absolutely, man. You know, it's plenty of things that are, are our parents, try to teach us that we don't really grasp until much later. Yeah. You know, I'm sure now you understand how important that stuff is oh, yeah, for to sure. you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So so I met you uh and the timeline might be off, bro, it was so long ago, but I met you 
when you uh, got a, a job as an as an intern yeah. at at Dope House Records. So, do you remember the year? Because I really don't. That was probably like two thousand four. Okay, oh four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was going to University of Arizona, and I was in their entrepreneurship program, and like. I don't know, like, it just didn't strike a chord with me. So one night I emailed, like, every single record label in Houston. (laughs) And the one person who emailed me back was Tootie. And I uh, interned there over the summer. It was basically like, all right, I'm not going back to school. I'm going to, I'm (laughs) going to, was like, you want to stay here? Yeah. Back to school. And I was like, I think I'll stay here. Already, bro. Do you know? So I, I don't know if you know this. But I uh, interned for Lil Troy, yeah, at, at All Mine Entertainment Group, and try, well, at that point trying to break into the music industry, right? Tootie was the only one to give me a shot, man. I, Rec Shop, you know, yeah. all of the this, the labels back then. Tootie called me up, yo, man. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, yeah. but he 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 brought he brought all this together, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like he's, I mean. Y'all are the reason why I'm like sitting where I am right now. You know what I mean? Like if I had stuck with whatever, like, you know, I would probably be like a baker or some shit, you know? Like, <laughs> you know? Like for real, like, y'all gave me a chance. I remember like hanging with you and Ronnie Spencer in the front yeah. office. Yes. You know? Ronnie's like, still you know? my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd always be like, you feel me, Sam? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, like telling me stories about building DJ Screw's studio. Yeah, you know, like that was that really like impacted me. Awesome, sure. hey man, that that's what it's all about, you know. And I know because I, I was sort of business manager, business affairs, and 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 you know, to, so Tootie sort of left uh, you up to me. Yeah. So I don't know what I had you doing back then, but but talk to the audience on like like what did that internship teach you or what did you learn from it? Well, like so starting off, it was mostly like promotions, you know. Like mm-hmm. I remember I think uh uh Baby Bash's album had just come out. Okay. Uh Twin Berettas. Uh, yeah, that was like oh four, she was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, you know, I was just on all of the forums. I mean, back then it was like forums. It wasn't Absolutely. like Facebook promotions, you know. Absolutely. Things have really evolved. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And then I started hanging out in the um, recording studio and I had already been, you know, like, you know, I had my like, little turntables. It was like, you know, slowing it down. You know, which actually like. You were screwing and chopping stuff already. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to, and I used to wear the people out at guitar center. I would bring my like little CDs in to go like in their CD DJs, you know, bro. I, like, All right. When this I, guy love, I love guitar center, bro. Yeah. I used to hang out at guitar center. Yeah. I this to, was before dope house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to skip wrestling practice and go hang out in guitar center. And then I would get a, they call it red flagged. And that, <laughs> basically just like, like messed you up. You was, a, <laughs> you was a wrestler, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What high, what high school? Uh, Kincaid. Look at you. That's yeah. what's up, man. I wrestled a little bit in college. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. We never connected on that level back then. I guess I yeah. never asked you. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I still try and do it a little bit here and there. 
Good. Yeah, I know. And we don't have a wrestling team at our school, but, you know, if we did, I would try to be involved in that. Uh, so, uh, from what you learned at that internship, like, what did, where did you go from there? Um, I mean, well, so I worked at Dope House. Yeah, yeah, I, let's get that. I was, I was there for, like, you know, probably four years. Um, like, I definitely learned how to, like, deal with clients, you know, mm -hmm. uh, deal with the talent. Um, also, you know, just engineering basics. Okay, so, um, absolutely. And, and like, so you and got we, with uh, Payne? And he, yeah, taught, and he taught you engineering? Yeah, Payne. And oh. then uh, Wong Gotti got me to, to slow and chop John Ghetto for him. Oh, you you the one that did that? Yeah, yeah. Did they credit you for it? Uh, I think so, yeah. Good. Sam Lewis. That's what's so. That's and, what's then, so. and then, like, the dream come true was uh, Rap Classics got me to do uh, uh, the Lil Kiki double album. Like, really? Side, all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was me. Uh, wow look at you i mean boy. that was like that was like a dream come true because he's like <laughs> my favorite yeah know? i still remember the last time i saw him he was at the dope house yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely man good deal that is awesome bro yeah that was like super cool like pimping pens you know like yeah I, I can still recite that whole that whole rap you know yeah yeah uh, hey yeah. man he 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 got so much so many so much heat, man. He's still yeah. doing it. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this: So, is there anything else that you wanted to do growing up besides being in the music industry? Uh, no, nah, not really. <laughs> Pretty much from the get go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Good. Even when I was like four or five years old. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow! Wow! That's what's up, man. Uh, you know, cause. So 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 okay then then let me ask you this did uh did like your dad or anybody try to try to I mean I, you went to college so so what did you go to college for let's start there uh well so I went to University of Arizona for their uh, entrepreneurship program mm -hmm. um but like I don't know man I just my heart wasn't in in school at that time at that time you know what I mean yeah um I just wanted to do music you know so uh that's why, you know, getting the internship at Dope House was such a blessing. And, um, you know, it led me down this path. Like, you know, if, yeah. if Judy hadn't have answered that email, I probably would have never, like, you know, started my record label, started engineering, married my wife. Yeah. My you know what I mean? It's like, is, it's like a tiny little yeah. change in your trajectory. Absolutely. You know? and, and I'm sure Tootie uh, has no idea that he did that for you. you yeah. Know? At some point, you know, I hope you get a chance to to tell him. You me know too. what I'm saying? And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you're telling me at this point because I didn't know that either, man. Yeah, yeah. So let me take a uh, let me take this break and uh, let the people know that if you found if you're finding value in uh, this video, uh, please subscribe. Uh, uh, if you like podcasts, please uh, download and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Uh, like, share, and comment on YouTube so that your friends and family can get uh, exciting and amazing videos just like this one. Okay, Sam. So I remember at a point, hold on, did, did I ask you?
where uh, the nickname Whips came from? Because I, I don't remember that. So, so what's that's up actually, with that? That's actually my real middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, my legal name. That's I'm wild. Actually, I'm actually named after my granddad, who was the jazz uh, drummer. So I'm Sam Whips Allison II. Really? Yep. So you are Sam Whips Allison III? No, I'm the second. Oh, no, you're the second. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, uh, that's wild. I mean, <laughs> I I've never seen Whips as a middle name, so yeah. you know that's very. Yeah, most people don't believe that's my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> that's very unique. Yeah, you know, I just I uh, interviewed uh, Rashid last night. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was a great one. It was a yeah. great one. Yeah, man, we had a good interview. Uh, I know you uh, got to know him. Who's at Dope House too, man? Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He was. Him and LC, his brother, were signed to my label. Wow. See, yeah. I didn't know that. That is awesome, bro. So let's get into that, man. So, okay, I, I don't know the timeline, but I remember you uh, doing engineering at UT. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I started in uh, 2018. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, are you still doing that or how did that go or how did that yeah. come, about, come about? Yeah, I'm still doing it. Uh, so I ended up going back to school at the Art Institute. Okay. Uh, Austin, because like, uh, full disclosure, I was like talking to this girl at a bar and she went to the Art Institute and I was like, man, but they don't have an audio program. And she was like, yeah, they do, dude. <laughs> okay. uh, so like, you know, when I got home from the bar, you know, at 2.30 a.m., emailed the Art Institute and was like, What's the deal, you know? Yeah. So so anyway, long story short, one of my professors is now the uh, recording services director at UT. Okay. And I went there to like buy a, a studio desk and he was like, you want a job? And I was like, yeah, like, this, is, <laughs> this is pretty badass here. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of history, a lot of cool gear. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's awesome, man. Uh, the girl, is that your, your wife now or that was somebody else? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even remember her name. That was just like <laughs> like someone I met one night. You know? She was just the one that got yeah. you in the, in the UT system. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, no, she got me uh, into the Art Institute. Like, she the Art me, Institute. Yeah, she told me about the audio program. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. That's when I started like researching it and uh, moved up to Austin to pursue that. So you was in Houston when she did that? Yeah. And then you moved to Austin for the Art Institute? Yeah. That's okay. That's what's up, man. So that's that's real dedication, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it, bro. Uh, so do you do you uh play any instruments? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, guitar, a little bit of like keyboards and pianos. I actually toured for probably about five or six years playing guitar, like all over the country. Wow. wow. Yeah. I played in a, it was like 1950s honky tonk band. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a big departure from Dope House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I toured like all the way up to, from Texas to Minnesota, over to Maine, down to uh, Georgia, all that. Wow. I mean, that sounds like great experience. Yeah. I mean, I went to places I would never have gone. Yeah. Oh, like wow. little towns and. Yeah. It was cool. So did you, were you playing instruments before the internship or did you learn instruments afterward? Oh yeah. I mean, I started playing guitar when I was probably like 11. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. My my dad, like I said, he had guitars all around the house. Mm-hmm. You know, he caught me playing when I was probably like six years old. His like very nice vintage guitar with a with a coat hanger like a cello. Ooh. And he was like, Sam, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the bug bit me pretty early, so. Yeah. So so I'm I'm assuming your dad was all for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my folks, you know are super supportive you know i'm I'm very blessed in that in that regard for sure um especially you know they didn't really understand rap music but they saw how much it like meant to me so they were like like yeah like you know it's it struck a chord with you so like pursue it you know absolutely yeah yeah that's great man supportive parents can make all the difference in the world yeah and i know a lot of people you know don't have that that uh that you know blessing of having supportive parents so yeah if i could say like like with my you know two-year-old daughter you know like i just want to be as supportive as possible for her and whatever she wants to do you know i'm the exact same way bro i i i try to guide but i definitely want to be supportive my son make he's making beats right now you know he's you know these apps and stuff. You remember Block of Rock? Oh yeah, yeah. Block had Block downloaded some stuff on his uh, little keyboard and and got him got him going a little bit too. And we've That's been cool. in, we've been in Block Studio and recorded some stuff. So I'm trying to be supportive with him too. Yeah. Oh, you know, while at the same time not wanting him. So this is the the thing. You know, like parents always say, don't put your all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I was so, about to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sort of wrestling with that and with the fact that at some point you've got to go for it. You might have to put your eggs in one basket, you know? So, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, because it, it seemed to work for you. It seemed like you put all your eggs in the music basket. Yeah. I mean, I've done lots of other things too. Like, I mean, I've waited tables, mm-hmm. uh, I loaded ATMs for a while. Okay. So, I always had little things going on, but mm-hmm. I mean, after 18 years now of engineering, mm-hmm. you know, I've just built this studio. So, so now it's now you know it's all in. You yeah, know, all, all in now. Yeah. You get you getting your grown man on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, there, but there there are a lot of different things you can do within like the music industry and yeah. music technology industry. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. You can diversify for sure, like learning to code. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many jobs, like DSP engineers. Okay. Um, where you can make, you know, six yeah. figures easy. Wow. Yeah. DS- I don't know how to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> you said DSP? Yeah, DSP. It's basically like the way that your computer uses its memory to use plugins and like the recording technology. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what I told him. I, I I was like, so if you're gonna take this music thing seriously, you need to learn how to play an, an instrument or two. Yeah. yeah, I said, and if I'm gonna take it serious with you, I need to see that you know you're serious. So I did tell him that. So yeah, you know, uh, how old is he? Just turned fourteen. Okay, I mean he's still got time, man. Like I would say, one of the biggest things I wish I learned was music theory. Okay, you know, like I just play by ear. Mm-hmm. Um, music theory just allows you to talk with other musicians in like the music language. It's like learning okay. Spanish 
fish or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's something I would suggest. Okay. Sure. So, because they don't offer that in high school, so if he if he goes to college, you suggest music theory, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he can learn music theory. I mean, some high schools do it, but also nowadays, like you can learn so much off the internet. You know, like, absolutely. Like absolutely. back in the day, we didn't have Google. Like I was At still, all. I was still asking Jeeves <laughs> shit. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you can learn a lot. Yeah, like you know, doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I I know that. You know, my my sister was a music major in college, and music theory is what made her change her major. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so it's tough, you know. Yeah, it's hard. It's super hard, man. Yeah, yeah. But Evan, I think if. if you know, if he wanted to do it, and my son, his name is Evan. I think he would, you know, he would be the one to do it. Yeah. So, your studio now. Hold on, let me get to that. So, uh, have you engineered or engineered any when you were at UT Austin? Uh, any big name artists come through there and you know record and do stuff like that? Um. So, like, uh, I work at the Butler School of Music. So like a lot of it was is recording like student recitals. Okay. They can, you know, either if it's undergraduates mm -hmm. so that they can apply to graduate programs. And oh, if okay. If it's graduates, it's so they can apply to like, you know, play like an orchestra or a symphony, you know, okay. graduate or become teachers somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, and then we also do, excuse me. We also do, um, you know, uh, jazz bands you know symphonies yeah. huge huge orchestras but we also we do get touring bands that come through okay. um i uh recorded this one band uh shoot i can't remember their names but uh the bass player plays with garage mahal which is like i mean it, they're virtuoso sax the sax player played with uh with um uh i think his name is uh gate mouth brown Wow. Uh yeah, Clarence Brown. I mean, like like tons and like, you know, Aretha Franklin, like a lot, like big, big, big names. Yeah, know? yeah. So like that's always super cool to get to do that. And it's recording stuff that I would never have recorded if I didn't have this opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Orchestra absolutely. stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh was it Red? Yeah, Red Star, Star Mule Born. Yeah. studios yeah okay so how did that come about so that's named after uh this ranch house that my granddad used to have it was okay. called the red star meal barn and i was trying to figure out a name like you know it's like the hardest part about starting a business recording an album all that is like coming up with the name <laughs> like, yep. the music is can flow but the name like that's yeah. like you know, right? It's like the face of your whole entire thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I eventually just landed on that and and went with it. So, no. So okay. So how did uh, the concept uh, of so so when did the concept of you wanting to your own studio come about and how did you uh, implement that? Like like if you always wanted your own studio and you just one day you said I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I worked at a bunch of studios in Austin, you know, right. like always under someone else's like uh, purview, I guess. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, I always had my 
my own little recording setup at home. I mean, my wife, God bless her, like I just had gear all over the house. You know? <laughs> and she that's how you, I kind of knew like, okay, this is the girl for me uh-huh. because she was, she didn't care about all the gear and, the <laughs> and all that stuff. So, so, so you had, so that, were there others who did care and was like, get this stuff out of here? Oh, no, no, no. Man, okay. No. Okay. I was, I was a free agent until this one came around. Absolutely. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I always had like little recording setups in my house, but they weren't, built as recording studios you know what i mean like the last recording space i had there was like a window unit and it was just like outside you know (laughs) like like this one album i did it was like a banjo and like acoustic stuff and you could hear the birds so loud that i just said screw it i'm putting a mic outside to record the birds (laughs) they're they're gonna be a part of the album yeah it actually came out pretty cool you know i bet i bet It's all about just adapting to your, you know, recording environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Red Star Mule Boy, say that fast three times. Yeah, Red, exactly. Red Star Mule Boy, Red Star Mule Boy. <laughs> so, so who have you all have you recorded there? Is it, are you just, is it open to the public or? Yeah, so, um, so uh, basically until two weeks ago, and I, I'd only been recording friends, like people I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did a lot of jazz stuff in here, okay. uh, some like doom metal, like a little bit of everything. Um, and then I just recorded a country album in here about two weeks ago. So, wow. yeah, we just like, you can see the little bit of acoustic treatment here. Yeah. Uh, you know, that took a long time to build by hand. Look at you. you know, it's all like physics and math, you know? So it's like yeah. pretty complicated. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I, like like each room has its own uh own profile you know like the resonance uh is different for each room like this room okay. has like at 125 hertz there's a standing wave in this room so i had to build bass traps that were big enough to address that specific frequency wow you got to have a degree in physics <laughs> yeah, pretty much. yeah I, I actually had two people with degrees in physics coming you know yeah yeah wow okay okay so uh where do you what do you see it it, uh it going as far as uh the future like what what do you want to do with your studio um i mean you know music will obviously always be you know like my first love and stuff but um, I worked at a studio for two years and we mostly did like advertisements and voiceovers and stuff like that. Okay. Like really that's where the money's at, you know? Yeah. Because you have these marketing agencies that have millions and millions of dollars and they're like, Oh, like, you know, 175 an hour at the studio. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Exactly. So like, I'm definitely going to be doing that, you know, just to pay the bills, but music, you know, it's just hard to get, you know, being a musician, it's like, I know the life, like it's hard to make enough money to pay a top of the line studio to record your album. So yeah. I'll always give breaks to musicians. You know what I mean? Like I'll always work with people like that. You know? Yeah. And it's important. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can only see what your camera is allowing me to see, but it looks really cool in there, man. I, yeah. Uh, if I wasn't on my desktop, I'd take you on a little tour. But yeah. 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 You know, it's a pretty I'm cool saying. spot, man. We got yeah. two isolation rooms, a big live room, and then this okay. is the control room. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, man. Uh, so let let me uh, give you. Uh, a, a final word or a last thought. Uh, can you talk to the audience maybe about uh, starting having an internship, you know, in the music industry, how important that could be and, and uh, the value of that? Yeah. Um, well, so internships are kind of like a double-edged sword because a lot of them, you know, you're working for free. So you have to have another source of income you know what i mean yep. and and uh you know even if it's like sweeping the floors at the studio or whatever you know like you kind of just gotta you know like you can't be above anything you know what i mean absolutely like you, you gotta pay your dues um and uh and being an intern the positive side of that sword is that you learn the industry from from you know uh veterans you know people who've been doing it for so long yep. and, and and like really you can go get a degree in recording but it's not going to match uh experience in the studio you know like you can learn theory all you want yeah. but experience in the studio like you're gonna learn how to deal with clients really that's the biggest part of what i do you okay. know like making people feel comfortable so they can give their best performance wow. you know Wow. Like, like setting up the preamps and stuff. Like I just turned a couple of knobs. Mm -hmm. Most of it's just talking to them and making them relax and, and, and being uh, positive, but also honest. Okay. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Love it, man. Hey, that's some great advice. You yeah. know, uh, it's been great, man. Talking to you, bro. I know. Yeah. It's been too long. Definitely. Like, way Definitely. Too long. Yeah. We used, to, we used to have some fun times back in the day. <laughs> Yes, we did, bro. Yes, we did. Uh, like I said, man, I was I was talking to Rashid, man, and and we was yeah, we was reminiscing on some stuff. Yeah, you know, I love that boy Rashid, man. Yeah, I still talk to him every once in a while, but yeah, I need to have him come through the studio because he hasn't seen this spot yet. And oh, I'm sure he'd love it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, this is a this is this is a wrap. Uh, this is a finally financial. Again, uh, I'm Eric T. Jackson. That's my boy, Sam Whips Allison. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, man. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Yeah.